The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Hello and welcome to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster and my guest today is the one, the only, Carla Casenzi, president of Tommy Carr Auto Group. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited to have you here. It feels like a really long time coming. Yes. Um, so I have to thank Kayla Curry, um, who is a longtime employee of yours, and Nick Moisinski, um, who's not a longtime employee of yours, but both of them together got you here finally so I appreciate that so much yeah I appreciate you having me yeah yeah it's really great to have you and um so you're the president of Tommy Carr Auto Group I am um and you have over 20 years experience in the auto industry I I know that feels so crazy to say you know because I still feel like I'm in my 20s and I just got (laughs) into it but yes I do have over 20 years now yeah that's amazing really I mean I think you know that's that's two decades um that's Right here in Western Mass, right? I mean, yeah, you got your start here. I did. Yeah, at I your started dad's selling cars. dealerships. Yep. How uh, old were you? 23, 22 or 23. Yeah, I went to college and I went to graduate school and I came home and was kind of trying to figure out my path and where I was going next. And my dad's like, you know, I think he uh, he obviously already had it all planned out in his head, but he played it cool and kind of let me try to pretend like he was letting me figure out my own path. And I came home and he got me involved in the dealerships right away and sent me to what we have is something called dealer school or dealer academy, where you learn the business and every aspect of it, every department, and sent me there to learn the business. And I cut back. And as I was working through departments, I absolutely fell in love with the sales department and selling and being on the sales floor. And I was up in Greenfield for a long time. And I just absolutely fell in love with the community and the customers and the interactions. And it's still my favorite part of this business. So do you have a school inside of your company or is it just something that exists within the industry? It's something that exists within the industry. So we do something, we do things a little bit different. Um, we do a ton of training with from within. Um, we invest in the employees to go to the different schools or, you know, there's groups that you can get involved with, um, with mentors and other dealers, other managers, leadership classes. We do a lot of that. But this, this uh, school that I'm referring to is within the industry. Nice. And so sales, sales is what you were. Yeah, I saw this need when I was selling cars of how the team would interact with the customers and the experience that the sales consultants would have and that the customers would have. And I just saw a need to change it Mm -hmm. and change how we do business. And um, I liked really getting to know. I still have my customers from when I was a salesperson in Greenfield text me when they come in for service and bring me (laughs) one of them brings me honey still. I mean, it's just it's a relationship business. And sometimes that gets lost. And that's what I love about it. Yeah. And and I think that one of the the worst things about the industry is the bad rap, right? Yeah. Of, Of car salespeople. Absolutely. Um, and so it's interesting that you saw that as your path and, and how you wanted to kind of influence change and affect change. Yeah, I, that, that's that's a huge part of it, right? So I'm glad that you brought that up because there is such a negative stigma that goes with the car business and the people that work in it. And it also deters great people from wanting to get involved in it. And that's what really has made the change over the years. And um 
and you know we've worked really hard to get involved with the community and it's such a privilege to be able to do that and it's really because of the response from the community itself and our customers that we've been so so successful that we've been able to give back so it's a partnership yeah. and it's been a great one but we've made it that yeah yeah and i you know i grew up in in retail sales my first job was at taylor men and thorns and like that kind of started off my menswear career um from there and i i loved sales i mean it's absolutely relationship development um you know and it's really led me to where i am today in in business development and um, being a director of philanthropy but i really loved what you said about your dad um in one of the videos or maybe it was just about us on the website but he had this um this kind of mantra that he instilled in you which was um, your customers have to know you, like you, and trust you. Yeah. Yes, it's so true. And it's such an honor to be able to carry on his name, the legacy, the business, um, because, you know, that's so easily lost. Yeah. And so, um, you know, do you want to talk a little bit about your dad? Because I feel like, yeah. you know, it's such a huge part of yeah. the core of you and your brother, you know, so you and your brother are both in the business. Yeah. Um, you yeah. Know. It's it's funny. The story of getting into the business is really interesting because I never had any intention of getting into the business. Like I'm sure a lot of kids, right? Like I don't want to do what my parents do. I'm going to make my own path. I'm going to be successful on my own. And that's exactly how I felt. And I grew up and I went to um, undergraduate and was a clinical psychology major and worked in a hospital and loved doing research and went on um, to get my master's in clinical psychology and, you know, wanted to continue my education and came home and, I, you know, as we already talked about, got involved in the business. And I fell in love with it and it was great. But the really ironic part about it is my dad got really sick in 2007 and was diagnosed with a glioblastoma brain tumor. And so if I hadn't gotten involved in the business when I did, it wouldn't, we wouldn't be where we are today. I would have never been able to learn the business in the two years that he lived and taken it over. So it's just such a, you know, everyone says things happen for a reason. And this is just such a great story about how things happen for a reason. So I got to work with my dad for five years before he got sick and learned the business. And then I had two years to learn from going how to be a manager to managing managers and learn how to be an owner, which by the way, was not enough time, but was I was much further ahead than I would have been if I had chose my own career path, Tommy Carotta Group wouldn't still be here. So it's just such a great story about how that works. And being able to work hand in hand with my dad, he was able to instill all of those things we just talked about and how important the community is and how important the customers is and how important your employees are, right? That you don't have a business without your employees. And um, I cherish those years. Those were some of the best years. Um, and then my brother, I think, always had anticipated getting involved in the business and was kind of living living it up at University of Hawaii and taking... Oh, uh, man. Oh, yeah. I, I said, would not have planned on coming back right, to the business Right. I don't think he had all. any intention. Yeah, I think no. he changed his major five <laughs> wow. times. That's, he was, that's a good call. Oh, yeah. Very good call. I didn't think of the University of Hawaii when I was in school. He makes all the right decisions. Yeah. Trust me. Um, so when my dad got <laughs> sick, he came home but and then you know got to spend the last two and a half years that my dad was alive with him learning the business too in kind of a different way than I did so um, and now to be brother and sister and have this partnership and this relationship and be able to grow this family business into what we have today yeah I'm so proud of it and so are you the older one I am yeah I am. Yeah. Can you tell <laughs> the way I talk about him? <laughs> oh, no. You would if you saw us together. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I've ever seen you together. 
Yeah, he likes to be behind the scenes. Yeah. So we'll give him a shout out right now to yeah. Tommy. Tommy. Yep. Yeah. And so what's Tommy's role? Um, so Tommy handles more of the fixed stop side, um, service parts. Uh, Tommy's a great leader in the dealership. Um, I handle more of variables, new car sales, used car sales, advertising. Um, but we really truly are partners. And we know when something is really important to one person or more important to the other, kind of how to have that give and take relationship. Um, and we're very cautious of that when we're managing our employees so there's not mixed messages. I don't know if all of our employees, Kayla's in the room now. I'm not <laughs> sure if she would necessarily feel that exact same way. But we try really hard at that. And I uh, also feel very lucky to be able to be a, in a partnership with him. Yeah, it's it's definitely not easy to be in a partnership, whether it's with your spouse or your family members. Um Ira Brick used to have this show before he literally passed the mic over to me um, two years ago, and he started the Family Business Center of Western Mass and did that for 25 years. So I heard a lot of fun stories from him about family affairs and family business. And right. Yeah, it's right. it's not easy. It's no, like a whole added not. layer it's of whole complexity. Layer. And sometimes we're bantering back and forth. And to us, it's just a banter and we know it's no big deal and we're kind of just giving each other a hard time. But we like turn to the rest of the room and we're like, oh, geez, uh, everybody is <laughs> looking like, oh, God, are they fighting? Is this a problem? Is what's going to happen next? But no, it's all it's all fun. It's all good. <laughs> That's good. It's really good. And um, from someone who also has experienced parent loss, I'm so sorry that you oh, lost your dad. You. Um, I lost my mom in high school, and um, she was diagnosed with stage four ovarian cancer when oh, I was 15. And then she died when I was a senior. So I completely understand. What a difficult you know, time in your life. How, like age, but it's always right? difficult, yeah. right? And it's never easy, even when you're you know, older and established and you have kids, you know, there's, there's just things that you miss at different points in your life that, you know, I used to think death was linear when I was 15 and the further away that I got from it, it would be easier. But then you have these moments of mm -hmm. having kids or having business right. success or winning awards, you know, right. where you're like, oh, I just right. wish they were here. Yeah. So I think having kids is a really difficult part of it. Yeah. Right. But I love that you bring your kids into your work. And we'll talk a little bit about that, too, because okay. as a mom, <laughs> it's totally amazing that you do what you do. And um, you're as present as you are for your business and in the in the community. Thank so, you. Yeah. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Um, all right. So we need to take a break. We're okay. already there. I told you it would go fast. This is Tara Brewster. You're listening to the Western Mass Business Show. And I'm here today with Carla Casenzi, who's the president of Tommy Carr Auto Group. And we'll be right back. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and my guest today is Carla Casenzi, president of Tommy Carr Auto Group, which I've now dubbed TCAG, which... And I love it. We're taking that and we're using it. So now you'll see it everywhere. TCAG, T and we'll, everyone who's listening will know where it came it's from. It's just a lot. I love it. I'm like, do you guys shorten this? And they're like, no. I'm like, But we mean? should. But... You know, everyone knows what you mean when you say Tommy Carr Auto Group, because there's a lot of groups underneath your umbrella, right? Yes. There's a lot of dealerships. So let's just talk about that for one minute. Um, tell me, I, I think there's five, right? Yeah, yes, and, you're and then, correct. And then there's two others, which are 
collision. There's and, a body shop. Yep, Tommy um, Car towing. Collision. And we just opened Tommy Car Towing. Yeah. All right. So you did all your homework. I love I, it. Thank you. Well, yeah. I tell I tell everyone actually that this is the most stressful thing that I do in my whole week because it's it's finding really great guests it's finding out about the really great guests and then preparing for this interview that you know you don't want it to sound like yeah. you know either hard or not great or whatever so well, no anyway. one ever gets them all right so well, you did a great job well, thank you so so tell us tell us the five so we have country nissan it's located in hadley country hyundai and genesis of northampton that are located on king street right next to northampton volkswagen and then we have volvo cars pioneer valley which um, we moved a couple years ago from south deerfield which is now also located in northampton on damon road and on the same piece of property as uh, tommy car collision and Tommy Car Towing. So great. Yeah. And and it's I exciting. love how some of them are together, yeah. you know, so you wouldn't think necessarily that oh, that's separate, right? They they but they are because yep. they're all different different auto um, manufacturers. And I loved what you said about um the dealership or the the dealership non-option to name anymore. Can yes. you talk a little okay. bit about that because that was cr- that's crazy to me. So most of us who remember us from Greenfield, we were country, country Nissan, country Hyundai. We used to have country Mazda up there, and so naturally, when we opened Northampton Volkswagen, it was going to be country Volkswagen, and we were going to be the country auto group. And Volkswagen said, "No, you have to. Your name is now determined by." Uh, wherever it's located. So you have to be Northampton Volkswagen. And so we're like, oh, how confusing, right? So we went back and forth deciding, you know, do we want to rename the other stores? But we have had, I mean, Country Nissan has been around since the early 80s. And mm-hmm. we have such a good brand in, in regards to the name. And same with Country Hyundai. So we decided, nope, we'll just leave it Northampton Volkswagen. We'll leave the other stores. And then as we continued to grow, Volvo Cars Pioneer Valley was originally in South Deerfield. So they <laughs> Couldn't be Northampton Volvo or Volvo Cars Northampton. So they are Volvo Cars Pioneer Valley. And even though we've moved them, not sure it's worth changing their name now. So, yes, it's very confusing, right? Because there's not, it's not our last name. There's not one thing pulling them all together except Tommy Car, which we really haven't branded that much over the years. It's kind of been our internal group. And then as we grew, people started to get to know us as Tommy Car better. And now Tommy Car Collision and Towing, I think, will help pull it all together. But and I think that the work that you do in the community in philanthropy also helps. You know, you're very visible and present, um, which I know is one of your like core um, standards of, you know, Tommy Carr Auto Group. But um, we were just talking about your dad before we took a break and kind of the legacy of being his kid and, and running the business. Um, and I, I would love for you to talk a little bit about honoring him and the legacy um, of driving for the cure yeah um, and also the Tom Cassenzi scholarship fund yeah so my dad used to do this golf he we never closed we were known to like close four days a year literally and um, one of the days was for a golf tournament that he put together for the employees to get out and have a really good time and all golf together my dad didn't even golf but most of our employees <laughs> enjoyed golfing and, and even if you didn't it was a great day just to get out of the dealership and have some fun together so when my dad passed away, we 
transitioned that employee golf tournament into a charity golf tournament in his memory. And it's such an amazing event because his doctor, Dr. Patrick Wen from Dana-Farber Cancer Institute, comes every single year and talks about the strides that he's able to make with the funds that we raised. And it's a great time for the people who still who who knew my father to still come and be able to reminisce about him and tell stories about him and the people who never got to know my dad to come and, you know, kind of see old pictures of him. And he was the founder of the company. So for our employees to kind of understand uh, how the whole company started and who he was and everyone to get together um, and honor him and raise money for such an amazing cause. Um, and this year will be our 15th year and we're on pace to hit $1.5 million. So something we're really proud of and we put a ton of time and energy in in the dealership to make successful. And so is this just something that constantly just once it ends, it starts again? Constantly. You know, I feel like it's the hot chocolate run yes. of charity golf tournaments for around here. It's never ending. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we we golf sells out every year. Um, we run two courses for our, one for our employees and one for all of our sponsors. Um, we have over 300 people at dinner. Uh, it's it's huge. We have I think last year there were over a hundred raffle baskets. Um, there's a live auction with six or seven prizes. There's over 40 or 50 silent auction prizes. It's a really big tournament, but it's a great day. We work really hard to make it fun. So, you know, there's a, a check-in with a ton of fun stuff went to welcome you. We monogram golf balls. There's somebody giving you a quick shoulder massage. We have breakfast sandwiches. And then it's a great day out on the course where we have fun events and there's lunch served on the course. And then you come in and we transform the entire back of the country club into um, this elegant, beautiful affair for the night where we have a nice dinner and we do a live auction and we have a real auctioneer come and then you hear from my dad's doctor and you get to talk about you know, uh, how much what we raise is actually impacting at Dana-Farber. So it's just an amazing event. And so the event this year is on September 26th, yeah. right, yes. at Twin Hills Country Club. Yep. And that's in Longmeadow. Yep. And to find out more about it, you can visit us online at TomKazenziDrivingForTheCure.com. Now, we're going to need you to shorten that up, and we'll buy the <laughs> URL when we leave, and we'll get back to you what the short one is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's just amazing. I mean, 1.5 1. is absolutely incredible. And I know that Dana-Farber is able to raise so much money. I mean, every time that that booklet comes from right. the mail. I'm like flipping through. I'm like, oh my God, look at all these people. But it was really great because so many people are from Eastern Massachusetts and yeah. that thing. When You're I did so flip right. through, I saw your yeah. your face and your brother's face. Yeah. And I was like, all right, Western Mass represent, yes, you know, raising right. some funds for Dana-Farber. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, when you think about that amount of money, um, and online I saw a million four eighty six four thirty seven fifty. I love that you had like the exact yeah. We're very number proud of there. every yeah, penny. No, yes. And the 50 cents. I yeah. love that too. I was like, yes. I was yeah. like, be exact. Um what do you think about that number? I mean, that's that's an incredible amount of money to raise. Ugh, I'm going to get emotional because, yeah, it's just, it's, I'm so proud of it. And one of our big goals was to get my dad's name on the wall of Dana-Farber, and we did that. So to have my dad's name engraved in that wall and every time we walk in there to see his name is just so amazing. I'm so proud of 
of our whole team that helps make the tournament a success. I'm so proud of the people in the community that pitch in and donate and really without everybody's support, it wouldn't be what it is. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm blown away that after 15 years, we still sell out. You know, and just just from the parent loss conversation that we were having earlier, I mean, you know, do you ever think about who would I be if my dad hadn't have died? Like, would I be this person? Would I be as like gregarious or adventurous or would I be this huge community person or this philanthropist? All the time. I mean, I long for his direction um, and his advice and his opinion. Um, I long for him to be a grandfather for my kids. I wonder what that relationship would look like just to have help, right? My my mom lives in Florida, so just to have some help and support when you work this much and your career is this demanding, um, just to have them have been lucky enough to get to meet him, my husband get to meet him. Yeah, of course. I mean, right? Yeah. You must think about that all the time. Yeah. Um, it's just such a shame, but they... But in a lot of ways for me, you know, I think like I probably would have been a lesser person if my mom hadn't have died. I mean, and I don't want, you know, I would never wish my mom to die at all, at all ever. But like, it's almost like the way that I lead my life and the way that I want to like make people proud that have gone beyond that, like are not physically on this planet anymore pushes me further than I think I would have pushed myself if they had have been here. You summed that up perfectly because yeah, I, I feel that a lot too. Um, yeah. 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 Well, um, you know, I, I'm so impressed by this number. I mean, I'm I'm a fundraiser for some nonprofits on a smaller scale and um just this number just totally blows me away. So um kudos to you and your brother and the Thank entire you. team. Um, you know, I think that a lot of times people don't view their businesses as vehicles for change and for action and for driving a community and I really appreciate that you see all those things and here we are again break number two um, you've been listening to the Western Mass Business Show I'm Tara Brewster I'm here today with Carla Casenzi the president of TCAG which stands for Tommy Car Auto Group we'll be right back the Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster WHMP The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and my guest today is Carla Casenzi, president of Tommy Carr Auto Group. And we've been talking about a lot of stuff about the five dealerships that they have in Western Mass, plus a collision center and a car towing place right next door, um, Tommy Car Collision and Tommy Car Towing. Um, some really sweet thoughts about, um, you know, legacy and family. Um, Carla's dad starting the business and really just fundraising and leaving a legacy and and a real community marker um, for his memory. And so in addition to the Driving for the Cure golf tournament, which is now in its 15th year, you also do something with scholarships, which is something your dad started, right? Yeah. Well, we started when he passed, but he was... um 
education was really important to him. So we give a scholarship to a graduating student from the high schools in which we do business. So Northampton and Hopkins. Actually, we just finished. We had um, our graduation breakfast and presented our two winners this year um, at Esalon. I think it was last week. Um, and just present them with a check. For, I think it's we're up to almost $20,000 that we've given away over the past. I think we've been doing it for 11 or 12 years. And they can use the funds for whatever they need it for. Um, but we really look for somebody who stands out in the community and um, and is involved in the community, uh, works hard and has good academics. And besides that, there's really no other qualifications. And they can use the funds for school books, to move, tuition, whatever they, whatever they need it for. Um, and hopefully it just relieves and takes a little bit of stress. It's expensive to go to college, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, totally. So our goal is to just kind of relieve some of that stress for them. And so there are two schools that you can apply from, Hopkins and Northampton? Yeah, we get we get requests to reply from outside the community all the time, and we, we talk about opening it up. But to be honest, I feel that it's really important to support the communities that we do business in yeah. and to make sure that the money that is coming out of our dealership is coming going back into the community that supports us. Yeah. So um, for now, we've decided that uh, it's in the best interest to leave it at just those two high schools. It's it's smart because um, at Greenfield Savings Bank, we doubled in size in the past five years, and we have this rotating position that's called Director of Philanthropy, which I am currently sitting in that hot seat this year. And, you know, we get so many requests. Right. Because um, we're now giving out a million dollars every year to nonprofits. And so if we don't at least have that lens of Franklin and Hampshire County, we would get requests from Berkshire. We get requests from Hamden. We get, you know, it's hard national, even Eastern. We still get requests um, from everywhere, but you have to draw the line somewhere um, to have it make sense for you and for the community that you serve. Yeah. That's really smart. And so one thing I wanted to ask you about um, uh, your five-star reputation Look at you. You know everything. I love coming here. (laughs) Can you talk a little bit about your five-star reputation and what that means? So customer experience is kind of the foundation of... Of, of who we are as a company and our values. Um, and so we work really hard to ensure that the customer experience when everyone comes in is the same, whether you're coming into any of our stores. And that's really what we train all of our employees on, customer experience, customer experience. Actually, we spoke about Nick earlier, and he just moved over to our customer experience manager role. And that's really his job is to just make sure that all of our customers are getting the same experience and that it's an experience like no other. We want you to walk into any of the Tommy car dealerships and feel the difference that you would feel from any other car dealership. Um, and that takes a lot of commitment and training on our part. Um, but we're so committed to it that we designated a, a whole position in the group to it. And how many employees do you currently have? Um, just under 170. Okay, that's big. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, we're similarly sized. We have 185 at GSB, so that's, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah, I um, feel lucky and honored to be able to employ that many, yeah. that oh, many yeah. people I mean, and offer that many jobs in the community. It's a lot. It's a lot of responsibility to hold. It is. It is. <laughs> it's, it's driving your success is probably thinking about all of those employees. It um, is, for sure, and their families, yeah. right? And um 
But I, I also feel a sense of, you know, honor that they trust our company to make sure that they can make a good living with us and that they can provide for their families. And I thrive off of knowing that they can do great things for their kids or their wives or their spouses, husbands, whatever that may be, because of the success and the training that we offer to them from the Tommy Carotta Group. And so tell me a little bit about the makeup of those 170-ish folks. Um, are a lot of them women? Is it still yes. a male-dominated it industry? It is very much a male-dominated industry. But I believe that we are working hard at our auto group to change that. We have a lot of women in non-traditional roles that I'm really proud of. Women technicians, women service advisors, women general managers, general sales managers, women parts managers, women service managers, advisors. So I, I would um, I'm proud to say that we have more women in non-traditional roles than most dealerships in the area. Is it enough? Nope, still not. We're still working on attracting them. But, you know, like we talked about earlier, you know, the car business has a stigma to it. And it's our job to kind of break that down and see and let people see what a great living they can make because it's a great living that can be made in this business. And what people also don't realize is how many departments are in one dealership. It's almost like five separate businesses under one roof. You have the new car department, you have the used car department, you have the parts department, you have the service department, you have the marketing department, you have accounting. There's just so much opportunity inside of a dealership. So once you get in there, we have a lot of people that come in in maybe a non-traditional role, I mean, in a traditional role, and then end up in a non-traditional role because they see the opportunities that are available to them and they see the support that we can offer them. And so are you trying to attract talent from like Vogue schools, from community colleges? Like what is your pipeline to hire look like? Where are people coming from? We do a lot of career fairs. We're very involved with the Vogue schools. Um, We do a lot of just networking. Uh, A lot of our employees come from referrals from current employees. That's probably our number one source. which is also a huge compliment that employees that work for us want to bring other employees. So sourcing employees through referrals, we have a big referral program. Um, yeah, I mean, all over. It's, it's hard, right? Mm-hmm. We're looking for good talent. It doesn't really matter. Male, female, young, old, it doesn't matter. We're looking for good talent. But it's nice to be able to bring people into the industry who maybe would have never thought that this a career would be available to them, especially women. Mm-hmm. Are people starting to think about where they buy their cars more than they used to? You know, like going into like a smaller, you know, business like yours. I mean, I hope so, right? I hope that people see what we do for the community and support us because we give that money back and recycle it back through your kids' sports teams, through scholarship programs, through... um, cancer research mm-hmm. we're obviously huge supporters <clears throat> events that of you have at the dealerships events that we have at the dealerships but we're also huge supporters of um we just talked about the hot chocolate run we've been a supporter for of hot chocolate for i want to say 10 years mm-hmm. we're involved in a lot of the local um events that happen around the area and um and so are you hearing that from customers when they come in? Yes, like Are they noticing definitely, that and definitely. picking up on we, it? We, I just sold a car to a woman who met me at Junior Achievement when we had a bartending event and she was eating dinner there and she had come over and she came and bought a car. Yeah, I think that that definitely helps. I think, um, I hope people recognize that. Listen, we all have the same cars, right? And with technology and, and all of the tools that are available today, we can all see what we're pricing each other's cars for. So I know who has my same car on their lot 
I know what it's priced for. I know how long they had it in inventory. We all have the same new cars that we buy from the manufacturers for the same price. The reason we want to stand out is because of what we do in the community, because of our customer experience, um, because of who we are. And I hope people recognize that. Yeah. I mean, you have to make a difference yeah. somewhere. And it's usually your employees, yeah. your product, your service. Yeah. You know, and then your customers will resonate and hopefully refer other people to you as well. Yeah. I like to believe that that's really what's led to our success of all these years and really what's helped us grow. Um, you just said something interesting that I was kind of shocked about was that you sold a car. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why, but I was like, I, so Wait, it's you so still funny. sell cars? I, I love I the like, sales floor. I had to just check myself. Well, yes, you said that, and I heard that, but thinking about the dealerships, you know, and the other businesses that you have, the repair and the towing, I, I'm shocked that you are still jumping I, on the floor. I, I am. Like, I have. We, we do... Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I'm, I, I, I don't want to call her out, but I'm also texting another customer right now that I met at another event and, you know, getting her a loaner car dropped off to her tomorrow. And yeah, I mean, my phone is constantly going off with previous customers or people that I meet in the showroom or I still have a woman I sold a car to. I want to say five years ago, still brings me cookies that I had complimented her on her recipe forever ago. And she'll still, when she makes a batch, drop me off a Ziploc bag full of them. So, um, and I think that that building that trust that customers know if they need something that I'm there. So even if, you know, a manager, an employee isn't, isn't there giving the experience that's meeting our expectations, that they can always come and see me. I will always take care of them. And that I will make sure to rectify and coach and teach on whatever went wrong during that original experience. I love it. The personal touch is what makes a difference. You've been listening to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster. I'm here with Carla Senzi from Tommy Car Auto Group, and we'll be right back. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and my guest today is Carla Casenzi, who is the president of TCAG, which is Tommy Carr Auto Group. Um, for people who don't want to say the whole thing and get lazy, that's me. Um, and Carla, I just wanted to say for a lot of people that may or may not know all of your achievements, you've been recognized a bunch locally by uh, Business West as yeah. a 40 under 40, yeah. um, also as a difference maker, also as a 40 under 40 Alumni Achievement Award winner. Yep. Thank you to George O'Brien and Business West for having okay. all these great awards, by the way. We would have we no love George, awards, yeah. really. Will you be at award. 40 under 40 tonight? Um, so I am going to be at Diane Doherty's house oh. for a small something, and I haven't seen her in forever, okay. so I'm going to go to that. And then Jane Lyons is retiring from Friends of Children. But AJ and Ian will be there. Okay, um, I'll look for them. Are you going to go? Yes, we'll be there early. They'll be there at VIP, too. So okay. look for them. Okay. I'm so sad. They came last year when I um, got to be on stage with Lenny. Yeah. Um, which I had so much fun. And I thought it, we did a great job, but yes. nobody called yeah. <laughs> this year for us to emcee the event again. I don't know why, but... Um, AJ and Ian were there, and Ian brought us um, corsage, corsages oh, and boutonnieres like we were all in prom. Yeah. And AJ goes, no, no one's ever given me flowers before. And I was like, well, welcome. Here you welcome go. Welcome to friendship. Here we are. Yeah. I love so, that. have fun. And you. you should go up to them and say, where are your flowers, boys? I will. I will. Yeah. yeah. Please do. I'm so sad to miss it. But um, 
what I also loved reading about you was that you've been recognized as a top 10 businesswoman by the Pioneer Valley um, Business Women's Owners Alliance and also a professional woman of the year um, by the Western Mass Women Magazine. Um, that's a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's a lot of awards. Yeah, I feel honored yeah. to be recognized. Yeah. It's nice to be recognized, so I appreciate that. And so how do you kind of um, take the awards and, and go from there? I mean, you know, like I feel like it's, you know, is one award the same? Like what are you looking for? How do you train leadership? How are you taking kind of that platform to teach or what are you saying in your acceptance speeches? Yeah, I mean, I the reason the awards are important to me is I think you just said it is they're they're a platform, right? So I like to be able to be a resource for other women, for young girls. I think it's we we talked about having kids in a similar age. I have a daughter. It's really important for her to see me working hard, achieving goals, especially as a woman in a male dominated industry. It's nice for her to see me being recognized, other young girls seeing me being recognized, other women um, seeing me being recognized. So I appreciate it for that platform. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And and I think that whenever one of us wins, we can all win, you know, for sure. and a platform is is a stage. I, I call it, you know, like adding to my stage, like getting pieces so that the stage is larger so you can have more people join you on. Yes. It. Um, and I do think that being a mom and having kids is particularly hard now these days to to do what you do and to be as prominent and as exposed or as visible as you are um so what would you say to to working moms out there to working parents that are really struggling or, or trying to to teach and lead and work and do all the things how are you getting it done it's so hard, right? Yeah. There's no secret recipe. It's so hard. But for me, it's really time management. And I had to really take a step back and learn to be present in every situation that I'm in. So I work really hard on my drive home from work to, you know, what we call take my work hat off and put my mom hat on and not walk through the door on my phone talking to work about what's happening. Even if I have to sit at the bottom of the driveway for an extra 10 minutes to finish my conversation and put my phone away. So when I walk in the house, I'm really present for my kids and to take that time that I am with them to be a hundred percent present and then when I'm at work I'm a hundred percent present at work um, I I live and die by my calendar and so I schedule time for everything my employees one-on-ones with my employees where I am time for myself right like it's really important we moms and dads right we get lost in taking care of everybody else and being present for everyone else and not taking care of ourselves so I m- dedicate my morning of getting up early and in running and just clearing my head and being by myself and listening to my favorite music. And I don't, you know, people are like, do you listen to podcasts? Do you listen to leadership? And they're like, no, I don't want to think. I'll get anxious and jump off the treadmill and run across the street and go to work. Like, no, I want to zone out and just be by myself. So, you know, scheduling that time for all of those important pieces in your life, I think is, for me, it's been my key. And so would you say that time management is a personal mantra for you? Oh, yeah. 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 And I'm really, I'm naturally organized anyways, but I'm really organized because if I only have an hour with one of my employees, I want to make sure that I can maximize that. Mm -hmm. So I have exactly, I I make sure I'm prepared. I have it 100% organized what we're going to discuss so I can make sure and, and and then I leave time for whatever they need from me so I can make sure I make the use out of my time with them. Yeah. I love that. I uh, definitely am a multitasker. Right. I'm a Gemini, so I'm like very much like just 
multifaceted in that way. And um, thinking about that will really help me to kind of compartmentalize more. It's um, hard. Instead of trying to do it all, you yeah. know. Um, the one thing I've been saying lately is I really want a driver. And I know it sounds fancy, but like that drive time to be able to like do stuff in the back seat. Like someone could drive me to my next appointment or I could pick people up and we could go get our dry cleaning or we could go get a drive through food. I mean, I really, really it's want so one. It's so true. I've been because the for time one. in the car time is, in the car. you could be so in the car. productive. And like, I don't want an auto driving car. Like right. I want someone to drive To drive me. you. Yes, yes. To please drive me. To like drive me safely, efficiently, but also like, you know, in a relaxed state so I can walk out into the next thing and be like, all right. I love that you said that. I'm yeah. fully present. So maybe you we'll work have, on that. Maybe yes. business eight will be a whole fleet of drivers. Yes. For people. We have a couple, so you let oh. me know. Oh, all right. We got to talk about money then. <laughs> but it's so true. I would, the time I would you really spend love it. I know and it you want to multitask, fancy. but you can't, right? So. And the idea came from Delcy Bean, who owns Paragus yes, IT, know, who lives yeah. in New Hampshire. And I was like, he has a driver. That's fancy. But anyway, seed planting for the future. Keep planting them. I love it. Yep. So um, I have a question for you. Do you have a favorite car? Oh, so it's so funny. I I don't, right? I'm happy pretty much. To, I like to drive everything we sell because I like to learn the features of it. Um, I like the bigger, the better. Um, but I, I don't. I'm not like cars don't excite me like that. I, I like to be comfortable and that's and I like to have space to put all my stuff because I live in my car. Yeah. And so I have, you know, everything. I, I don't know why my back of my car I carry because I switch cars so much. I carry around this big like. Uh, Tupperware bin. Volkswagen bin. <laughs> probably and it's not. It's still probably a has, nice leather yeah, thing. But. No, it's just yeah. this canvas <laughs> Mine Volkswagen would be the plastic, thing. Like, snap got, lid. Yeah, my grocery yeah. bags in it, but it still has all the stuff that I need in it for like if I ever got stuck on the side of the road. Which yeah. So I just like to have space. I like to be comfortable. I like to make sure there's enough space for my kids in the back. I like to have a third row because I feel like I'm always driving extra people around but as far as like having this passion for a certain vehicle i just don't have that emotional connection how many cars have you owned zero <laughs> zero <laughs> zero like personally yeah. no i always just yeah. drive what you know i drive rotate different vehicles yeah. on a lot all right i mean i guess essentially i own a lot of them but um as a personal vehicle i've always just driven since i was young that's great. But my favorite car growing up in high school, my dad had got me a, um, it was actually, it was in college, a Volkswagen Rabbit. And I loved that car. I used to take it to the beach. It was, that was probably my favorite car when I was younger. <laughs> I remember the Honda Prelude that my dad had that I got to drive around a little bit, which was nice. Um, manual or automatic? Oh, I could drive a manual, but I would prefer an automatic. I had to learn to drive a manual <laughs> growing up. That was part of the deal. That's how I learned, too. Yeah. So, um, all right. I want to take a minute and just thank the sponsors before we run out of time, because I did that last show and I felt really bad. I've been thinking about it the whole week. Um, I would like to thank Business West, who, as we said, is the producer of so many great things, um, not only award shows, but information um, up and down the valley and across our region um, in the 413, talking about businesses and people and really what's going on here, um, giving us a pulse on um, all things Pioneer Valley and Greenfield Savings Bank, my employer, I appreciate them so much for letting me do what I do and also for being here in the community as a mutual savings bank for 154 years. Thank you, GSB. 
and also to Craig De La Pena, who is a realtor and my neighbor in Florence with um, the Murphys. Thank you so much for sponsoring. This is Tara Brewster. You've been listening to the Western Mass Business Show today with Carla Casenzi, who's the president of Tommy Carr Auto Group. Thank you, Carla, so much for coming in today. Thank you for having me. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP.